I know, it's been a minute. A lot of things have been going on. Good things, good things. Welcome to The Art Of, discussing what art is and is not. I am your host, and this podcast is sponsored by Anchor. You're a one-stop shop for everything podcasts, free to host, spread your information through all the different podcasting platforms. Go on anchor.fm, upload your information. It's really quick, really simple, really easy. And at this point, now we're doing video podcasts, which is where you see me on. Within Anchor, there's everything that you need to edit your podcast and put it together and also just release it all within the app. So give it a shot. It is 100% free. Quick announcements. Yours truly is a real estate agent for Century 21 Nicholson. I'm in New Jersey. I will be getting licensed in PA shortly, but I am a New Jersey real estate agent. Listen, if you're looking to buy, you're looking to sell, you just want some information, maybe you're doubtful about the market, maybe you're hearing things you're not really sure, I'm your guy, so find me over on instagram at agent j n j so that's agent j a y n j also in march 2023 i am launching my healing artist academy and that is an academy for everyone who wants to utilize art as a method of healing and to understand art as a healing modality so there's two levels of access but i'll share the most important one level two that level of access is limited to a small number of students that is a six-week course and at the end of the course, we will have a virtual art exhibit. You will showcase your work and we'll have an artist talk during that exhibit, talking about our work and exploring the different things that led us to where we are now. Healing Artists Academy on Instagram, you can add that page. And there is a link there where you can sign up for the newsletter to get information on the course's release, as well as coughs and all that good stuff. Many may not be aware that I host monthly healing arts courses for war veterans, and we uh, paint and we draw. We explore art as a healing modality, and we come together, I learn different things from the veterans, we bond, and we create art together. My art has been extremely instrumental in the person that I am today. I have used my art to literally change my life and bring things to me, and uh, to, to end things in my life as well. So figure why not bring that uh, as a course and teach people how to use art in that method as a healing method but also as a means of changing your life let's get into the topic i knew very little about cannabis i saw what the media gave and those around me who engaged in it recreationally and i had my opinions or my stereotypes formed around that so in my youth my view of cannabis was myopic and as i got older i learned of the different strains sativa indica the hybrids and of course the nicknames with all that uh, mixed together. Eventually, my stereotyping left and I understood that people had different uses for it. Some used it to access their creativity. Um, others used it to relax or de-stress. So I've officially smoked cannabis for the first time in my entire life in 2019 in California. And um, in short, I experienced a panic attack. I saw things that I still have sketched on my iPad to this day. One of which was this, this guardian of black jaguars. He was a man standing in front of a host of black jaguars and he had this gold chain and yeah, it was super, super vivid, but super interesting. And he had a name too. Anyway, uh, anyway, uh, with the changes in cannabis, we're talking legal, media, and the health coverage. The public stigma began to sway a little more and, and we're seeing more information hit the mainstream. So I sit with Alicia McConney, who is a registered nurse, master of public health, and she shares information about cannabis I never knew. 
including the science. We talk her business, Flora Verde Healing, launched with her partner and therapist of the company, Farouk Ali Hassan. And finally, she shared a song for the Painted Fool 2022 playlist available only on Apple Music called Dearest Alfred by Krungbin. By the way, I checked out their Tiny Desk performance about four years ago. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, they're, they're pretty major. Uh, yes. So, definitely gained a fan. This will be a two-part series releasing now and in two days. So check back on Thursday for the other part. Let's get into it. All right, so welcome Alicia, how are you doing? I'm doing wonderful, how are you doing? Excellent, I'm glad you're here. Um, I saw some interesting things about you and about Flora Verde. Yep, you got it. It's Flora Verde Healing. Mm -hmm. Perfect. And I want to talk about that a little bit. So, who is Alicia? Thanks for asking. Um, so, I'm Alicia McConaughey. I've been, I really don't like to start my sentences with I'm a nurse, but yeah. I have been a nurse for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And um, I got into that because I did, I wanted to help people heal. And I think originally I wasn't sure what way I wanted to. Mm -hmm. So after years and years of learning about nursing or the art of nursing, um, I mm -hmm. and learning about myself through just journaling and introspection, I realized Yeah with the guidance of many of my spiritual teachers, like yoga teachers, that mm -hmm. really who I am is like a journey into learning that. Right. And it takes time. So mm -hmm. what I really felt that I've learned within the past few years is that the person I resonate with is a person who is not only a nurse, mm -hmm. but I embody and feel love and light um, with the practices of yoga. So I am a yoga student. I am also a lover of travel and especially nature. Mm -hmm. um, I'm a lover of freedom, having freedom to choose my career path, my life, my partner, and manifest all those things. Yeah. And that's who I am on a spiritual level. But if, um, in, in other regards, I, I have been working for a nurse, I mean, sorry, as a nurse for 15 years. Mm -hmm. And um, during this journey of figuring out who I am, part of that had to do with finding my career. Mm -hmm. So, or the, the, the true path that I wanted to be on. Um, and it was holistic nursing or just living a holistic life. A holistic mm. journey yeah. and kind of moving away from the medical model because that's where we are um, introduced when we're learning about nursing mm. and yeah. I I believe that both of them can coexist mm -hmm. um, because there's certain things that I feel I need from western medicine but as a lifestyle perspective yoga ayurveda meditation mm -hmm. manifesting yeah. those are all the things um that encompass me excellent so you're not it's you're not just the one facet of your of your career of your occupation so you're embracing your your totality and that's a that's a thing that um i love to hear when it comes to um 
this 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 part of of the podcast because um a lot of us don't really see ourselves outside of our occupation sometimes we wear our titles and we talk about what we who we are um externally and how we identify externally um in a professional sense so to see and to hear that um that more it's it's more of an internal thing for you and um that's that's a pretty that's a pretty dope thing to hear so I love it. <laughs> yeah, it, it takes time to learn all of those things. You know, I mm -hmm. think we're ingrained from the time of childhood when everybody asks us what we want to be when we grow up. And that mm -hmm. means what kind of work do you want to do when we grow up? Yeah. But what we really should be asking children is what do you love? What are the things you love? Because once you start growing up, a lot of people lose a sense of that. Yeah. They lose their inner child. So I've come to embrace all those things. Most definitely. Excellent. Okay, so Flora Verde Healing. Let's talk about it. What is Flora Verde Healing? All right. So basically what we do is we offer wellness and holistic services. Mm. And there's a few different levels. So the reason why I started this with my partner, Farouk, who is a therapist, um, was because we wanted to move healing away from a, a direction of cold Western medicine into promoting wellness rather mm -hmm. instead. And the things that we really thought brought wellness together and with the skills that we have, mm -hmm. we decided to start Flor Verde Healing. So Farouk is a therapist and he's a liberation-based um, therapist. What's that mean? That's a whole nother. So part yeah. of both of us are committed to social justice and serving inclusive communities and those who have been marginalized. Mm -hmm. So Farouk is um, a brown man and essentially what he has learned throughout his like very specialized training in liberation based healing is he has an openness to clients who come to him from different types of backgrounds, mostly people of color and LGBTQ communities. Yeah. And he has an awareness of the struggles that these populations go through. Mm -hmm. And he is a brown man himself. So mm -hmm. he understands where people are coming from when they're having you know, issues dealing with uh, problems in society like racism, classism, um, a lot of it has to do with identity. So, so that's where he comes in with mental health. Excellent. And he cool. offers therapy to our clients from that perspective. Okay. So it's, it sounds as if, um, I guess, so let me ask this question. Was there in the past where, were there biases held from therapists, you know, against like who they served and all of that? There definitely are, mm -hmm. um, and there continue to be. Mm -hmm. um, I'll give you an example. Say you are an older Indian parent, mm -hmm. uh, parents, yeah. and you are having marital problems, mm -hmm. and you're Muslim, and you go to a therapist who is a white woman who never really works with um, people of mm -hmm. color. And yeah. she says to you, um, or the, the white, um, the, the Sorry. Mm -hmm. He says to the Indian parents who are Muslim, yeah. um, it's very hard for you because I know that Muslim men are controlling. Ah, But that is not always the case. Mm -hmm. So some people, they kind of take on stereotypes 
um sure that can happen in in any culture right I understand where she was coming from, but um, she really didn't have any compassion to even step back and think, well, maybe this couple, I need to speak with them a little more and learn about them and get into the what they want to um, learn more about each other and how they want to heal. Right. But she, she came straight out with the stereotype first. Got it. Okay. And so where Farouk comes in is... He is the the opposite of that. He doesn't he doesn't have any of the any of the biases, any of that. It's what you mentioned, like all inclusive. Um, you said liberated, correct? Yep, that's yeah. it. Excellent. Mm -hmm. Okay. So he's a major part of this, yeah, but yeah. as far as me using my own skills in nursing, I've totally taken a career pivot. And once I started, I mean, I'll take it back a little, a little bit, but in 2020, I was working as a pediatric nurse practitioner in Philly okay, okay. and it had been a year and a half. And I was, although I've been a nurse for 15 years, mm -hmm. I had only been uh, a nurse practitioner for two years and the pandemic began. Mm. Mm. In addition to being a provider. So imagine a nurse practitioner, maybe not everybody knows what a nurse practitioner does, mm -hmm. but they diagnose and prescribe medications. Um, so imagine I was in schools doing the role of a doctor, but um, I worked for a nonprofit and the schools were very underfunded. So um, during COVID, I had to do provider visits and I had to run COVID clinics, which I didn't get paid more for. Okay. And it was very stressful because, um, I mean, a pandemic is a stressful time, right? right. You know? um, I've, I essentially became burnt out because it was too much work for the, um, it was taking over my mental health. I noticed every day when I would come home or all throughout the day when I worked with my colleagues, a lot of them were angry and didn't like uh -huh. what I was doing, um, which right. were simple things. They didn't like that I wasn't counting um, the supplies appropriately and they were like a person in charge. Uh -huh. But there were little things like that. And I found myself every day calling people stupid in my head. <laughs> okay. And I knew at that point, I was like, this is not, this is not right. I need to change something. Yeah. And I went on a whole journey to explore like, well, what is it that I really want? And who is it that I want to be? You know, in my past life, I've manifested relationships. And it wasn't until that mm -hmm. moment Mm -hmm. that I realized, oh my gosh, like I did that to find a relationship with a, a loving partner. Why haven't I ever thought of creating a career path in the same way? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was a total realization. Yeah. And so I had connected with multiple nurses. The way that I thought was um, would help me the most was to reach out to other nurses who had... Um, went on different nursing journeys. Mm. And to make it short, I ended up looking up nurse entrepreneurs and found, finding nurses who were working in the cannabis space. And I thought that was really interesting right. because you never really hear that much about it. I was about to say that. <laughs> and so I was very intrigued with it. And I took some classes, I got some mentors who were cannabis nurses. And our whole thing is like, 
there is the recreational use of cannabis mm -hmm. and I have I'm fine with that but as a nurse um, our goal is to educate patients about how to actually use cannabis for specific therapeutic reasons or to help specific physical ailments and the way that you do that is a lot more detailed than the media puts out really yes and there, there's so many minute things that we could describe maybe you've heard of indica versus sativa strains have yes. you heard that okay yes. mm -hmm. so um a lot of people are gonna take those terms indica that means i'm in the couch and i'm like this strain is going to put me in the couch and have me relax and go to sleep whereas mm -hmm. sativa is going to give me energy those terms mm. were just created to describe the way the plant looks by botanist that's it yeah yes so wow they look a little different the two plants but they really don't it doesn't give a person an effect that they think but you know if they think they're gonna have that effect they, they might have that effect mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying mm. um so there's a lot more education that needs to be done with patients and it, yeah. it get it can get kind of um really detailed so you know of cbd and thc right yes mm -hmm. you've heard of those those are like molecules in the plant mm -hmm. um they're called cannabinoids and they work with our brains um we actually have a whole body system called the endocannabinoid system so you know how really <laughs> really okay yes yeah. you have a heart system you have a lung system you have an um a brain system, all those systems, right? Mm -hmm. We have an endocannabinoid system and that system exists within our body to help us create balance. And they haven't been teaching about this in medical schools. They don't really teach uh -huh. about it. And, and there's a lot of reasons for this. Uh -huh. but, um, yeah. Our bodies are wired to respond um, through our endocannabinoid system to cannabinoids, which help us maintain balance we can actually make our own through various activities but if say we're off balance right mm -hmm. um, and off balance could be you're having pain you're um feeling anxious you're feeling depressed or having other any number of symptoms right Mm -hmm. So what the endocannabinoid system can do, if, if you're not making enough cannabinoids on your own, we have plants that can supplement us, right? Right. Vitamins. So the marijuana plant has CBD and THC. So a lot of people take CBD for anxiety. Right. CBD is working with our endocannabinoid system to give us that stress relief. That makes sense. Yeah, right. <laughs> and um the cbd and thc aren't the only molecules in the plant mm -hmm. there are so many more that can actually help with other conditions people might think you take cbd if you want to um, help sleeping right. it doesn't really do that the impact is more like you might have less anxiety so yeah. it's easier to sleep mm -hmm. but there's different other different molecules out there and plants that can help you sleep so i'll give you an example one is called cbn there's other molecules called like um like cbg is great for pain uh <laughs> like, really what? 
Yeah. Really? What? So these, mm-hmm. so these kind of terms are really coming from like a, a science background and physio- physiological um, background. Right. And yeah. Yep. Oh. And so somebody could really tailor exactly what they're looking for to help them find relief from whatever symptoms they're looking for. The thing is, people don't really know that. Or when you go to a dispensary, the people, bud tenders can be great. I've met some really educated ones who already know all this stuff. Mm -hmm. But there are some bud tenders who don't know anything and Mm -hmm. um, they can recommend anything to you, but it's dangerous. And Mm. it's not seen that way in society. I just did a TikTok the other day and it was about actually a true story. Um, A friend of mine went to a hemp store in um, Hoboken Mm -hmm. and asked the bud tender for um, recommendations for anxiety. And bud tenders are usually very young. They're usually um, not like medical professionals. And so the bud tender told her to take two gummies. So she, she did that. She went home, she took two gummies and she had terrible crippling anxiety for two days. Mm. Oh man. So this is what we're dealing with. And it's hard for, for people who actually want relief. Like, you know, if people are looking for the recreational use, that's fine. But where we're having a gap is like for people who really want to use this plant for um, therapeutics and use it intentionally. And there's a lot, a a big lack of education in the community and actually how to choose those products that can help you. There's so many little things to look for, like on the labels, for example, you have to check lab results to see if there's pesticides or heavy metals. Um, And if the product doesn't have a lab result, that's probably not a product you want to buy. I'll tell you that buying CBD from the gas station is not a good idea (laughs) or Delta eight or any. (laughs) Mm, I've heard about the Delta eight thing. Yeah. I've heard about that thing. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Interesting. So Flor Verde. So what Flor Verde healing does is you, you tailor and you specialize in, is it, is it consulting or. or Yeah. So what I do as a nurse, um, First, I, I meet with a patient and I take like a whole health history of from them about like what medications they use, what kinds of conditions they have, because yeah. because cannabis actually isn't made for everyone. Some people who have liver disorders, they can't, um, they shouldn't use it. Or if you have a bleeding disorder, some people have certain bleeding disorders, they can bleed out because of um, an interaction with cannabis and these are things that people don't know so what i do is take the whole health history Mm -hmm. i i also ask about like your daily life and what you do for self-care because that's really important too oh that's really good yes it's not only about the plant so when i mentioned the endocannabinoid system and how we make our own molecules. Mm-hmm. They have really long names, but I'll tell you one is 2-AG and the other one is called anandamide. Have you heard of the word ananda in Sanskrit? 
No, no. Okay, so an Ananda <laughs> means bliss. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the, the scientists who named these molecules, they named the molecule that we create in our endocannabinoid system, anandamide, if you're reading it as a scientist. Mm. And those molecules help us maintain balance. And by maintaining balance, that's maintaining your your health, your energy, how you're feeling, your mood, your pain. Um, so our we we make our own endocannabinoids by doing things that foster our wellness. And I know that you know about all the things that foster your wellness. So we have meditation, right? right. Meditation, meditating is a natural way to increase the cannabinoid.